Welcome to Floor Talk, a bonus episode of Roxy and Amanda Make It Up As They Go. Where we do a quick but deep dive into some of the themes we've explored in our podcast. I'm Amanda. And I'm Roxy. And and this this is is a Creativity Creativity First broadcast. Okay, so today we're going to talk about being being competitive, competition, and um, scarcity mindset. Yes. Um, So this is something we kind of talked a little bit about in one of our episodes, and I struggled with this. And um, and so I'm just going to I'm going to lead us into this little conversation and um, say that I feel like I've grown and like, especially since I've met Amanda and we've become friends. She has just helped me remember in times of sort of stress that there is room for everyone at the table. And um, and so I had this happened to me where somebody called me competitive and this was way back in the day when I was sort of in the scarcity mindset of like I can't exist or this thing that I want can't exist if you have it too and so that word competitive really stung because it made me feel like I was like clawing my way to something that maybe wasn't mine and that didn't make me feel good no um I think it's worth saying too, it's not always that you are trying to get something that's not yours. It can be something that's even like under the same umbrella, mm-hmm. like just, just an art form umbrella. It's not even the same thing. It can, someone can make you feel like you're competitive. Yeah. And I didn't, I, for a long time, I just like carried this like word, like I'm competitive and that's a bad thing and blah, blah, blah. And I realized that I am competitive with myself, mostly with myself. And that was really um, sort of eye opening for me that once I realized that I can exist and other people that have similar um, wants and ideas creatively can exist, we can all coexist and be successful, that the competitive part of me, it wasn't that I wanted somebody else to fail. It was that I wanted to be better and I wanted to grow as a creative, um, as a dancer, as a performer um, and a dance teacher. And so I, I finally realized like it's actually okay. It's like good kind of to be competitive because there are days that are like really are hard. And, um, and if we aren't competitive and we, if we don't want more for ourselves and we, we sometimes would just give up. Yeah. Because it's you, it's not that you want any, you want everyone else to also have the good things. And there's an, and I believe there's enough good to go around, but Wanting to improve yourself, that's about quality of life. That's not about trying to take anything from anyone else. And I want, but I wonder what makes people see that as competitive. Like, why would someone think just because I want to be better that I am being competitive and trying to hoard like the good things for myself? What make you think it's the scarcity mindset that someone else has that makes them? Because I, t- I shared with you earlier today, I'm just now kind of putting the two things together, like how competition and scarcity mindset go together. Mm-hmm. Um, like in a, I think in a real world, how this affects me kind of way. So do you think, what do you think makes other people see it like that? I think you just brought up a really good point because I've never thought about it. Like, Oh, maybe that's somebody else's like idea of, of like their own scarcity mindset, like being projected onto you. Yeah. You know, so many times, like we try to figure out how to fix ourselves or change ourselves to, fit into somebody else's needs and mm-hmm. um and then that makes us like 
sign up for things you don't want to sign up for or do things that we don't want to do. And, um, and to make sure that everybody else is okay, we will kind of limit our own success to make sure that everybody else feels needed and that they have a place, but that's not our job. And so I think if somebody is coming to you from a scarcity mindset, that drive that they see, if you're very driven, Mm -hmm. um, it's gonna, it's gonna kind of, look or present itself as competition. That's a really good point. Mm-hmm. So we, what you're, okay. So I'm trying to make sure that I can wrap my brain around it. You, someone else has a scarcity, scarcity, my scarcity cat, mindset, <laughs> a, a, scar- cat. a scarcity <laughs> mindset. They project that onto you because they see you doing things and being successful. And maybe those are things that they want, Mm -hmm. but they think since you have it, they can't have it too. Or since you have it, somehow you are taking it from them. But at the root of it, you just want a better quality of life for yourself. Mm -hmm. You just want to be better at the things that you're involved in. You just want to be successful for yourself. You're not trying to compete with anybody, just yourself. Right. So that's not even to me, that's not even competitive, but where, what we're, what you're saying is it's stemming from a scarcity mindset and the person who sees that as competition. Yes. That's interesting. But Man, you helped me get there. Yep. Your thought. <laughs> well, I think it's so, I think this is, this is like game, a game changer for me because if I, I always say if I can better understand why a person is behaving the way they are mm-hmm. or why they are making the decisions they're making or like just if they're, if, if I can better understand where a person is coming from, it helps me better understand how I can react. And I only have control over how I react. So I need to try to get as much information as I can to try to develop that understanding. This gives me something, a new lens through which I can look at situations and interact with people. And that, I think that's a game changer Mm -hmm. for me when, when people do things that like it feels initially like they're trying to tear me down. Mm -hmm. But if I, if I can understand that that's where they're coming from, I know that it might not change their behavior, but it can change mine Mm -hmm. and how I react. Yeah. That's real significant. Yeah. I think when I was able to figure out like, Oh, this really didn't have a lot to do with me. You know, it's not, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's really like, I can't really change anything that I'm doing. Um, and, and so I kind of changed the word competitive to just like driven or wanting, I love the driven. quality of life, like too, like yeah. wanting more for my kids or wanting more for my family or wanting more freedom to do other things that bring me more joy. You know, I don't think there's anything wrong with like wanting to improve your quality of life. And it's not wanting more. It's wanting what you deserve. It's yeah. not, you're not wanting more. Cause when you say I want more for my children, that sounds like you want more for them than what someone else has, but that's right. not what it is. Yeah. That's not what you want. You want what's best for y'all. Yeah. You want to do the best for you and your children. I didn't and mean you, you can't no, but you and like you can't expect that to just like land in your lap. Mm-mm. Like you have to, <clears throat> in order for that to happen, you have to um, be willing to kind of look at look at like the big picture of, mm-hmm. of what all you're doing in your life, and you've got to you've got to pick and choose, and you've got to you've got to do things for yourself. Like mm-hmm. so, that may look kind of selfish to the outside person, um, but I, I think that. It, it's not, it's not, I'm trying to be better than you to get your opportunity. I'm not trying to step on your toes. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to push you down right. so I can rise up. Like that to me doesn't feel good. And I couldn't <clears throat> work that way. So when I was able to kind of get out of that scarcity mindset and know, regardless of somebody else's successes, they weren't taken away from mine. Um, that word competitive 
it was just replaced with being driven. I really like that. I like driven better mm-hmm. for sure than competitive because you, I've heard you mention several times, I'm competitive, I'm competitive. And every time you say that, I'm like, well, when is, when am I going to see that? When is that going to show up? Because I've never thought of you as that, that, and we've known each other for several years. So I think you're not competitive. You are just driven to make sure that you put the good things in place with what you have control over. And that is what your, your life is what you have some control over. You're not being, you're not trying to take my good things. You're not trying to take anyone else's good things. You are trying to have what you deserve. Mm -hmm. And you're right. You do have to, you do have to sometimes chase those things down. I, I, I think sometimes we encounter people who don't know how to, they either don't know how to chase the things. They don't even know how to get started, which mm-hmm. is, which I would say is one reason why we're doing this podcast is so that to maybe shed a little light on how other people can do things for, that we've done. Mm-hmm. But also I think, <clears throat> well, let's see, I said they don't know how, or they have that martyr mindset. Yeah. Like they, they have to, like if I were to chase my dreams, I wouldn't be a martyr anymore. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be sacrificing. And it's like, I know in the South, women are supposed to sacrifice and not supposed to want anything. Mm-hmm. And so I think those are, that's a couple of like, I don't want to call them personality traits, but that's a couple of, I guess, mindsets, air quotes that I see in people. Yeah. Um, so I love that. Yeah. So we're saying driven and not competitive mm-hmm. anymore. We're going to try to lead with empathy and you know, assess the situation when we meet people who have negative, negative, are mm-hmm. coming at us with negativity, you know, how can I react? How can I control how I react to this? And you understanding that they may have a scarcity mindset, right? But you can't change that for them. And you I can't. can't put, you can't put things on hold to make sure they're going to be okay. Nope. But I can change how I react to it. Mm-hmm. I can, I can be mad about it for 10 days or I can, bicker with them or I can let it shut me down that I don't so that I don't want to do anything else or I can let it you know there's 10 you know there's a hundred other examples of ways I could let that have a negative impact on me or I can control my reaction to it and I can understand that's where they're coming from but I'm still going to go do this Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah I love too how you said um just one more thing before we go I love how (laughs) you said that we're here to hopefully like um, shed some light on how to get there, yeah. you know, so that you're not feeling like the clawing because, because um, we want good for every, we want everybody to have all the good things yeah. that you deserve. Like that. I do really believe that mm-hmm. both of us feel that way. And that's like the complete opposite so of a scarcity mindset is, is to shut that scarcity mindset yeah. down when it starts to get, get in your head and just put those blinders on and drive on down the road. But also make sure to keep listening to our podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Because we're going to shed light on all of these things. Okay, so that was Floor Talk. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you later. Bye. Bye.